So you want to learn how to podcast. There's a million resources out there for you to learn how to do this. But I would like to walk you through my journey step by step. I'm David Allen from the Podcast Whisperer, and this is my mini-series on Podcasting 101. Let's get started. So before we get into podcasting and all of the good stuff, let's talk about me for a second. What makes me qualified to do this, to tell you guys how I should podcast, or what gives me the right to tell you how to podcast? Well, I've been doing it since 2009, and I've had many successful shows in the past. I jumped on the podcasting bandwagon after I got out of radio many, many years ago, many moons ago, and I just, I don't know, there's something so enlightening and great about podcasting. For me, it's just the freedom to say and do what I want. I have an idea. I want to throw it out there. Somebody's listening somewhere, right? I mean, we're, we're all listening. You're listening to this right now. So I just love the idea of being free and doing what I want to do. Now, keep in mind, just because you have an idea or just because you think that this is going to be great, that doesn't necessarily mean someone's going to agree with you, but that's okay. That's the beauty of podcasting. There are a million shows out there these days, and it's just so hard to get into the market and and crack that code and how to make money. So that's what I want to do today. I want to show you that it's absolutely possible to do that. You just have to stick with it. And number one pro tip, consistency is absolute key. Do what you say you're going to do. So let's start talking about what makes your idea resonate with your audience. And can you sustain it over time? Format of the show, will you have guests or a panel of hosts? And how long should every episode be and how frequently you should really be publishing these episodes? I'm going to answer all these questions for you. But these are also questions that you need to learn on your own. So what makes your idea resonate with your audience? Well, Podcast Whisper is about helping you, the podcaster, become better, right? So that's, okay, check. Can you sustain it over time? I've been doing Podcast Whisper for well over a year now, and I've helped plenty of shows with ideas. And the cool thing is, be open to learn, too. You know, Podcast Whisper isn't just about me telling you what to do. It's about me learning from you as well. By me listening to all of your shows and your podcasts, I've learned a lot of lessons myself. I mean, it's just crazy. The format of my show is very simple. It's just to help you. And I do have guests on. I have guests on from the, the creators of the podcast that I, that I review. And how long should each episode be? That really just depends on you and, and you know how great the conversation goes. Frequently, I would like to push for about once a week, but it wasn't sustainable at the time. So now we've got the grounds for podcasting, right? So we've answered some questions. We know, okay, so this is kind of where I want to do. So we're taking an idea and we're putting it into action at this moment, right? So now we're throwing it all together. What kind of equipment do I need? That's also a very great question. There's some very inexpensive ways that to get you started in podcasting. Amazon has a wonderful podcasting package for you. Just Google podcasting package. It's $100. It includes the mic, the stand, everything you need to get started. Everything you need to get started. So we've got the idea. Now we're putting into action. We've got the equipment in our hands. We're looking at it. 
software is going to be a whole other episode, but we'll talk about that. We'll dive into that a little bit. Let's talk about how to connect with an audience. So right now I'm connecting with you. You're listening to my voice as I tell you my journey and my tips and tricks on how to become a successful podcaster. This is what you have to do to connect with your audience. Figure out what it is that they need to hear and want to hear for them to take for you to take their time and listen to your show. Your energy has to go into the type of podcast your listeners will love. So just make sure you take your energy and make it pop. You can it's okay to take someone else's show idea, but just make it your own because their success is not necessarily going to be your success. And listening to a podcast is a two-way street. You have to have an understanding of your listeners to your audience so they will come back and listen to you. I'll say that again. Listening to a podcast is a two-way street. You have to understand a listener to your audience so they can come back and listen to you. So we've got the grounds for the basis, right? So we've got everything together now. Now we're sitting and looking at our equipment. We're about to crack the mic and wait, we're missing something here though. Shit, I don't have a name. Easy. You just go to whois.com, W-H-O-I-S.com. When looking for a title for your podcast, and then you can find what's not taking and register it ASAP, whois.com. So if you're thinking of a name, try to find something that's not already taken, just like my new company, Dynamic Reverb. That was not taken at all. And the reason that's so important is because one of my friends whom designed my logos, uh, her name is Fabi. She's phenomenal at what she does. It came to a point, and this is the, the learning part for me, as I was telling you earlier, what I was learning from her. She's a graphic designer. And we were talking about brands and how important it is. And you'll hear from her later in this series as well and how important it is. And the most profound thing she said to me was, you only need one social media for your entire company. I have two shows. I have Podcast Whisper and I have Confession Radio. However, I had Confession Radio on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Podcast Whisper on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And it just was so much. I mean, that's six accounts alone. So she said, no, 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 you can you condense it all into one. So when you're promoting it, you're promoting it under Dynamic Reverb, but you're hashtagging it. Hashtag Confession Radio, hashtag Podcast Whisper. Very profound and very good because everything is all under one roof. All right, so now we've got our name. We got our equipment. We're kind of jiving in, in the lane that we're trying to figure out where we're going and what we're doing. The next thing, you have to set a goal. Podcasting begins with your goal, a strategy and a big idea. So what that means is you don't want to just jump into this and go, I'm just going to crack the mic and see who listens. Because, of course, you want your information to be heard and you want your information to be valued, just like this show. Make up content your audience needs and can't find anywhere else. So that make that part of your plan. Make that part of your goal. My goal is in one year, Podcast Whisper is going to be bigger and the best knowledge base that there is for podcasting, right? So how do I do that? What's the next steps? So at that point, again, just walking you through my journey, I'll need to figure out time for budgets, for research, production, publishing, and promotion. Very, very hard stuff there, guys. 
let me tell you, being a one-man band is, is tough. It's very, very tough. But once you get through it and you figure it out, this side hustle becomes like another full-time job. If you have time to work on it, that's awesome. But if you're working a full-time job, it's pretty tough sometimes, right? But we, we have to manage to get through it. So again, budget, research, production, publishing, and promotion. So your budget would be hard costs, equipments, mic, audio recorder, mixer, just to name a few. So that's your budget. Your research should be what are you going to do? That whois.com to figure out your name, you know, figure out what is not taken out there yet. Production is once you finally get those two components together, you bought the equipment, you got the name, you got the idea down, now we're cracking the mic, but on that equipment that we just bought, right? Publishing. Now we're getting into a whole new ball game here. So publishing is a, a beast in itself. So you're talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, anywhere you can throw your podcast, you wanna make sure that it's on there, and I'll cover that a little bit later in this series as well. And promotion. As I was telling you the story earlier about Fabi, talking about, you know, dynamic reverb is where you can find all of the shows. You know, keep it simple. Keep it light. So now your soft costs, okay? So there's also going to be a soft cost involved with this. Where will your podcast be hosted and the cost of that? Will you have a custom URL for your podcast? And who's going to design and manage all of that for you? I mean, obviously, it's probably going to be you to begin with, but if you're lucky enough to start without having a one-man show, that's great. The first question is, where will you host your podcast? There are a thousand and one podcast hosting websites. I cannot stress enough, you have to find something that's going to be good for you. There's free ones, there's mid-level range ones, and then there's your pro ones. I would absolutely get started with the free one first because the cool thing about a hosting website for podcasting is you can import that podcast anywhere else you want to. So let's just say you start with redcircle.com is where I host my podcasts. And I decide that later on, this show is getting so big, I want to go to Lipson, which we all know is an amazing source for hosting. You can just import that right into Lipson. They take all your episodes, easy done. They take out all the work for you. And, and other, other podcast hosting websites are like that too. I'm just using that as an example. And neither of those two are a sponsor of the show, by the way. So then will you have a custom URL for your, your podcasting, meaning a vanity URL? So, you know, do I have a podcastwhisper.com or, you know, go to podcastwhisper.com so you can hear the latest episode. I do not, but you should. You absolutely should. It's, again, something that is built into your budget. And who's going to design and manage all of that for you? Logo design, again, very, very important. The person who did mine is also for hire. She's amazing. She's very talented, very patient, and will definitely do a great job with your logo design. And managing it all, again, this is going to be you, my friend, for now. For now. But that's not to say it won't grow into something good. And the requirements, honestly, they, they differ for every podcast brand. So don't think of your podcast as just a show that you're throwing out on the internet. Think of this as a brand. This brand is representing you as a as a as a whole. Podcast Whisper, Confession Radio, and Dynamic Reverb are my brand. They are the brand of David Allen. I have created this from the ground up, and this is where we're at today. And then you also have to factor in once you got all of this together, how much research, editing, production, 
and bookings time will you have? So editing is going to be after your show, of course. You're going to take out the ums and the ahs and the mistakes and make it sound pretty, add some music, some production, you know, add, you know, maybe normalize it a little bit. Bookings is another thing. You're going to have to talk with your guests, see when you can work out a schedule to get them on the show for you, with you, and, you know, got to set time for that as well. And then, of course, production. Production's a big one as well. Again, we're taking people's ear space here, so we want to make sure that we're giving them the best quality that we absolutely can. And then last but not least, your podcast does not end with production. Now comes the fun part, promotion. We already talked very, very highly of that earlier in the show, and I don't want to keep hitting on that, but promotion's a huge, huge thing now. Making sure that, you know, take out a Facebook ad, take out a Twitter ad, let people know, hey, I'm here. Because right now, you are a needle in a haystack, unfortunately, and, and as, as am I. But our information is so valuable. Somebody who needs to hear it will hear it. So this is episode one of the mini-series that I'm going to be doing, and I'm going to have some special guests on, some amazing people that I've encountered through my journeys, whether it's graphic design or people I've interviewed on the show or even people who's helped me through some you know, podcasting questions. And my first guest that I reached out to, I really wanted her to talk to you about a lot of these things because she just blew me away when I had her on Podcast Whisper. If you haven't seen it already or heard it, go to the podcast website wherever you listen to podcasts and search Podcast Whisper. And her name is Lala Luscious, and she's the Snack Size Podcast. This woman, I can't say enough great things about her. She's so inspirational to me. She not only took her podcasting to the next level for somebody who never did it before and just transformed it into something that is just a money machine and then took it into acting and and all this other great stuff. So I reached out to Lala with some questions about her journey in podcasting, and this is what she said. What inspired you to get into podcasting? Because I travel as a drag queen a lot, I get to listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm traveling. So in the back of my mind, getting into podcasting was something I always knew I wanted to do. But with my performing schedule, it just didn't really allow time. But then when COVID-19 happened and all the performance venues shut down, I said, this is the perfect time for me to start a podcast. And so I pressed record for the first time. And now I have my own show. When did you know this was the show you wanted to do? That is a great question. I think that in the back of my mind, I always knew that I wanted to incorporate drag into podcasting. So I knew that that was sort of a starting point for me in the idea for my show. But then I really needed to think about what kind of direction that could go in. And so I did some research on what other drag queens or drag-related podcasts were out there, and most of them were related to the TV show RuPaul's Drag Race, which I love and I watch, but I knew that that's not what I wanted to do with my show. So I thought back to what had happened in my life lately, and at that time I had recently gotten promoted at work. And in the interview, it was for a leadership position. They asked me, what kind of leadership experience do I have? And I said, I don't have any. But outside of work, I do run drag shows. So I told them about how I do that. 
and it actually got me the job. So I started thinking that I use the skills I learned in drag to apply it to other parts of my life. And I started thinking that maybe if someone else is really talented at something, those skills that they learned as a writer or a doctor or a singer can help other people learn. So really my show is just a conversation about what it means to be successful and happy in life. Where did the name come from? So this is actually a really underwhelming story. I made a post on Facebook and said, hey, I'm starting a podcast. I want it to reflect me. What do you guys think? And interestingly enough, my drag son's fiance came up with the name Snack Size. As soon as I got the notification on my phone and I saw that comment, I was like, that is the name of the show. It really works for with what I'm trying to do because I call myself the snack of the Twin Cities. And traditionally, when people say that someone is looking like a snack, it is this thin, petite person. And here I am, very large and in charge. And so I really think that by calling my podcast Snack Size with my very voluptuous self on the cover really speaks to the fact that you can do anything or you can be anything or you can claim yourself to be whoever you want to be in this world. And that really is what my show is about. Chasing your dreams and being able to do whatever you want. What advice would you have for someone first starting out? This is an interesting question for me because in a lot of ways, I still feel very new to podcasting. But I would say the first piece of advice is don't be afraid to press record. I think that that's always the most intimidating thing to do, is getting that idea together for a show and really sitting down and making it happen. But I can tell you that as soon as I did it, I was so happy, and I absolutely love being a podcaster. So that would be my first piece of advice. My second thing is, is that when you navigate through the podcasting world, people have a ton of suggestions. People are going to tell you, you need the best sound, you need the best advertising, you need the best all this stuff. I found it very confusing and very, like, intimidating. Like, oh my gosh, like, I don't have money for a $300 mic. Well, let me tell you, I have a $60 microphone. I have my laptop. I recorded my kitchen. And I use a free audio software program called Audacity. I did not invest a lot of money into starting up because I didn't have a lot of money to start up at the time, but I really wanted to do it. So I just want you to know that that is something that if you're new, you're going to see a lot of that stuff. And people are going to tell you, oh, you need the best, you need the best, you need the best. Get what you need to get started. And then once you find that, you know, if podcasting is for you, then upgrade to the nicer things. Once you're gonna really going to be able to appreciate them, right? But Honestly, if you just start with recording on your cell phone, that's fine. The most important thing is that you get started. What are the greatest lessons you have learned through podcasting? I've learned a lot of lessons through being a podcaster because it was something I've never done before. Even just having the new experience of pushing myself outside of my comfort zone really taught me a lot about myself and what I can do. Things I've learned are that it does take time to create Podcasting takes a lot of time, and you have to be willing to commit to that investment to produce a quality show. It also takes time to grow. I think we live in a world where people just expect instant success, especially when you have so many venues to put your work out there. People just think that success just comes. But really, if you want to have a good podcast, you're going to build that audience slowly. But I would say the greatest thing I've learned from podcasting is that The most important thing is the people. 
I have a show in which I interview people, so I take time to pick guests that have interesting and inspiring stories to tell. But on the other hand, I really love to engage my audience. You have to remember that regardless of how many downloads and stuff you have, there is someone out there that took the time to click on your podcast. They took the time to listen to what you have to say. And if you're lucky, they even took the time to hit the subscribe button and they want to listen to more of what you have to say. And that's very, very important to me. So as long as I'm building those relationships with my guests and with my audience, that is what success looks like for me. What makes a good podcast? In my opinion, a good podcast is a podcast with purpose. And what I mean by that is two things. The first thing, and I think this is the most important thing, is that you need to love what you're talking about. Because if you're not into what you're putting out there, no one else is going to be. Don't nobody want to know dry podcasts. You better really, really invest into what you're talking about. And it's important that you pick a show that means something to you. And that is going to be the number one thing that helps it to connect with other people. The second thing is that where are so many podcasts out there? So when I decided that I wanted to be in the self-help realm of things, I looked and there are so many people doing that topic. So my number one question for my show was, how am I going to make this my own? And that is the number one question you need to ask yourself when you're putting together your idea for your podcast. So love what you're talking about and what's going to make you stand out. That is the formula for a great podcast. Thank you so much, Lala, for that wonderful explanation and answering my questions. Again, you can check her out at the Snack Size Podcast, Lala Lachesis. She is just absolutely, absolutely amazing. And that is it for episode one, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening with me. If you have any questions at all, you can reach out to me at david at dynamicreverb.com. You can find us on any of the social media websites that you visit at Dynamic Reverb. And again, I cannot wait to hear your podcast.